0: The Wine Taste Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our listeners to the new episode of The Wine Taste Podcast. It's my pleasure tonight, and I have as a special guest for uh, this episode, Marquis Anselmo Guerrieri-Gonzaga, and this is because we are having a Wine Taste Seminar and dedicated to Tanuta Salinardo wines. First of all, I want to uh, say thank you to Marchese Anselmo Guerrieri-Gonzaga for joining us tonight, and he will be uh, talking about the wines and the history of the Estates, and uh, moreover, he also going to um, reserve to us a very important vertical tasting with Sal Leonardo, the flagship wine of this winery, a very important wine, uh, a pride wine for the Italian enology worldwide. First of all, thank you, Marchese Anselmo Guerrieri Gonzaga. I would like you to introduce our listener about the history of Tenuta San Leonardo.
1: Well, good evening to everybody, and uh, we are very proud and very happy to be here with uh, Antonio Biancalana and D.Y. Nt. So, the history of uh, Tenuta San Leonardo goes back many, many centuries, uh, dating to the 900 after Christ, uh, where, uh, at that time, it was a monastery. In fact, uh, the valley where... San Leonardo is uh, built uh, was a very savage valley and the church had sent at that time the monks to uh, civilize this area. So of course the monks arrived, the first thing they did they built a, a church and then of course to celebrate mass they had to plant vin- vines. So that was the first step into the w- to the vine- wine world of San Leonardo. The estate then developed man- man- during the centuries and uh, uh, by the 1600s it had become quite a big monastery. Uh, taking care of all the people who were passing by through the valley, and uh, at that time, one of my ancestors of of my of my family uh, started running the estate for the church, and then he fell in love and he uh, he he really wanted to buy it of the church, but the church did not want to sell it. But in 1724, finally, the church started le- selling the first bits, and then his uh, nephew in uh, 1770, actually on the 5 of December, signed the last contract and. The estate was all bought off the church, and today it is more or less the same dimension as it was 300 years ago.
0: And today, Tenuta Sal Leonardo certainly is one of the most important wineries in Italy, not only because of the flagship wine that you make, San Leonardo. What is the uh, key of success for your wine, and how Tenuta San Leonardo became Tenuta Sal Leonardo? Well, the
1: recent history of the winery is the one that uh, we know, uh, most people know, and we owe it to my father because uh, in, uh, in the 50s he was sent to Switzerland to, to study where he uh, he ended up studying enology. It was something quite you know, unusual for the time because, uh, uh, and this is not uh, in terms of being snob, but aristocracy was more dedicated to lawyer study, law studies, or politicians, But my grandfather advised my father to do enology. And this was quite, you know, advanced. And he came back to Italy in the sixties with a diploma of enology of an extremely important school. And it was the enology, the most advanced enology of the time. Unfortunately, when he arrived in the estate, he, he, he was surprised because uh, my grandfather hired an enologist just the day before he was coming back. So that was very clear that there was not much space left for him there. But this has been also one of his fortunes because he was then pushed to go out of, of home and to, you know, to uh, to take care of himself and to uh, become what he became after. What happened? He went to Tuscany. He started consulting for many and various different estates, first in a studio of enologist and then by himself. And then he ended up in a friend's uh, property in San Guido where where uh, the Marchese, Marion helped him uh, and uh, took him under his wing. And we could say that he is his enological godfather because uh, together they had a very deep friendship and they, Marincisa, taught him a lot about the Bordeaux-style blends. And, and there is where he picked up his true uh, love for these uh, Cepage. In fact, in Bulgaria there was very little planted. There were only two or three hectares and my father planted more. He brought in the, the barrels from France and the, the press from Germany and together they developed good wines. When he left uh, uh, Sanguido, he came back to San Leonardo in the 70s and he uh, took over the estate from my grandfather, unfortunately died in that year, and at that time he started replanting the whole estate uh, into Rio style, uh, maintaining a certain part in pergola because it was giving great results in terms of elegance of wines, and he started uh, re- completely redesigning the whole estate. So, the modern history of the estate has been the one we know, because in 1982, my father made a, a, a terrific vintage, a terrific harvest, and he started developing his own cuvee called San Leonardo, which arrived on the market in 1985.
0: We well, can probably mention the grapes that are, are making San Leonardo.
1: Now, San Leonardo is a blend of uh, 60% of Cabernet Sauvignon, about a 20% of Carmenere, 10% of Cabernet Franc, and a 10% of Merlot. It is uh, vinified completely in cement vats, there is no uh, selected yeast or selected enzymes of any sort. There is no cooling of the vats. It's it's a very handcrafted wine, a very artisanal wine. Uh, it is aged then two years in barrels, new and preused, in order to never have aromas of wood which are not elegant. The, the Salonada is based on
0: elegance. This is the, 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 the will of my father and, and what we follow today. Salonardo is certainly a very elegant wine for sure and on this regard I would like to remind our listeners about the wine testing that we had and the review of this wine that we had and we are starting from 1995 up to 2006 and every vintage of Salonardo has been awarded with five diamonds so it certainly is one of the most important wines in Italy and of course successful worldwide. It can easily compare with the greatest wines in the world, what is the secrets of San leonardo for for being compared to such great wines this uh, this fall, I was with my father in a very
1: important seminar uh, on the lake of Como, and there was uh, uh, monsieur de Vilaine, which is the owner of uh, Romane conti and we 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 know each other and uh, we sat together and he 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 held a seminar in that time and he said a phrase that really embodied the full philosophy of San Leonardo. The the most complicated thing is making things simple. Now, it doesn't result very easy to understand in English, but the point is that San Leonardo has remained unvaried in in its soul since 1982. And this is the greatest thing of San Leonardo. It has a great identity. Then some people may like it, some people may not, but the great identity is based on elegance, on the freshness of the wine. This is uh, because methods of, of work in San Orlando have changed extremely little, mm-hmm. even if we are working uh, both on a method on on one side, and on the other side we're working with something which is alive, nature. So sun, water may change completely, hail, snow in the winter, things that may change completely harvest. Some wines are too concentrate, some wines are less concentrate, more color, less color. So we have to adapt. But the base of the method remains absolutely untouched. And the the absence of using uh, uh, yeast, uh, enzyme, filtrations, coolings of the vats allows us to have a very simple way of making wine and to express the whole terroir of it. So I I would say that the simplicity of Salonado is the most complicated operation, but it's what makes the wine uh, something that people like. And and they know that if they open a bottle of Salonado, they are having an identity, a certain taste. And I must say that this year we had the greatest, last year we had the greatest of uh, reconnaissance in a, in a certain way because Jancis Robinson, the famous master of wine, told us uh, uh, she had never made a vertical of San Leonardo. She made it this year and she she, started, she she wrote in on the Financial Times. I have never tasted nowhere else in the world a wine that has changed so little over 30 years as San Leonardo has. So this has been a great uh, achievement for, for my father and for the estate because she, she told us that we have achieved to remain
0: very attached to what was the initial vision of the wine. And I believe that you have been very successful in this all through the years. Tonight we are going to have more wines from San Leonardo, from Tenuta Sal Leonardo, including a preview tasting of Vete di Sal Leonardo 2012 as well as Terra di Salonardo 2009 and then uh, Villa Gresti 2006-2001. Can you please tell something about these wines as well? So, well, uh, uh, the Villa Gresti is a a wine we are
1: very tied to because it's a wine wine for great wine lovers. It is a wine made of Merlot with a touch of Carmenere, which is this uh, grape that my father has rediscovered in the estate and which we trace back to the 1800s, and which makes uh, really the soul of San Leonardo come alive, I would say. And this wine is extremely elegant. It's a, it's a very uh, sophisticated wine, I would say. It is entitled to the family of my great-grandmother, who was the family who bought the estate, and to whom we owe a great uh, heroic uh, move in. during the war. She saved a lot of prisoners, and so my father wanted to dedicate to her, and to the family name, a wine that could uh, at least uh, remember her uh, so it is made on a specific hill so we call it a cru because it comes from a very small area very specific then we having the Terre di San Leonardo which is the, the real second wine the, I would say the young brother of San Leonardo uh, it is made with the same varieties and uh, but in proportions which are different so that we have a wine which is slightly more simple in the in the beginning uh, it is a wine uh, that releases the same emotion so It's always made in the same idea, so not a muscle wine. We call it the muscles of a swimmer. A swimmer is not a huge uh, muscle, but it's a very strong muscle that can last very much. In fact, our wines have a a great acidity, which is a true spinal cord of wines, which makes them age well in time and can can release a lot of pleasure out of the wine. Uh, Last but not least, our new creation, uh, the Vette, which is an idea that was born... A couple of years ago, because we wanted to make a true, uh, uh, important white wine, but unfortunately our area was not perfect and our cellar was not enough to make this wine. So we went to the south- northern part of, of Trentino. We found vines that we enjoyed, we liked. We we found Sauvignon Blanc, how we believe Sauvignon Blanc from the mountains should be, because Sauvignon Blanc is a wor- is a world, uh, uh, is an international variety. We can find some in France, but also in New Zealand. But what we liked was this so it's a very crisp wine it's a very acid wine on one side A very floral uh, nose never alcoholic like nor none of our wines so it's a 12.5 degree alcohol wine so always based on elegance and on freshness uh, and, and the balance which is in the end the most important of all uh, elements in a wine is the balance
0: let's talk again about Leonardo wine if you would describe the Salenardo wine with just three words, what will word would be?
1: Well, I, I, at one tasting once, uh, a gentleman told me drinking the Salenardo and thinking about the mountains, he would say it was a gentleman from the mountains, and I must say it is a description that I, I made mine, and uh, I like it very much because San Leonardo is, is made and was invented by my father, which is, I believe, a, a true gentleman from, from another area sometimes. And the mountains, which we love and make the strength of San Leonardo and the character of Sal really define uh, the wine, so I think that a a gent- uh, mountain gentleman is a perfect uh, uh, identity ide- for, for the wine. <laughs>
0: Okay, I think that that's all for the moment, and having Marquese Anselmo Guerrero Gonzaga and talking about the Tenuta Sal Leonardo wine would take longer, but, however, I really want to uh, say thank you to Marquese Anselmo Guerrero Gonzaga for joining us tonight and uh, uh, giving us the chance and the privilege to tasting these wines, including a wonderful vertical tasting of Sal Leonardo, and so many thanks for being with us tonight.
1: Thank you, Mr. Biancarana. Thank you very much. It is a true pleasure and a honor to do a podcast with you.
0: <laughs> our honor and our pleasure, of course. Okay, that's all for the moment, and I hope that you will join us on the next episode of The Wine Taste for the moment. That's it. And as usual, my wish to all you, just drink wine in moderation, provided it's good wine and why not possibly Tenuta San Leonardo wines. Have you the next episode of The Wine Taste podcast.